Welcome to the Magic Pisces Podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the great awakening. All right, Magic Pisces Podcast. It's um, I'm um, reminded of that song by Eminem, Drips, you know, off the Eminem show where he's like talking about um, how you fuck this girl, you know, and then you're paranoid at every little cold that you get because you're afraid you got AIDS. So I've got the sniffles and I'm afraid I got coronavirus and that song keeps keeps going through my head. <laughs> uh, Eminem, a genius on so many levels. So... I'm not even really sure where this is going other than to um, build on the conversation regarding purpose. And and I believe that it is purpose that will get us through this. Um, I mentioned that to one of my uh, brilliant uh, healer friends, John Makoff, and he said, yes, purpose and innovation. It will be innovation. So we are going to, as a society, be forced to turn inward and I'm just you know there's this part of me that's like is this thing being blown out of proportion I don't know um I'm I'm turning into this like conspiratorial type of a person but um you can't fake mass death or the lack thereof so if there's mass death there's really no way that you cannot stop the spread of real news disseminating And please don't think that I'm suggesting that it's all fake news. I'm not one of those people. But I feel like the matrix has been twisted and turned and torqued and we're all being invited, called, challenged to play a different game inside of it. Inside of this so-called thing known as reality, this so-called thing known as um, humanity, right? Um, and, and, and here we are. And it's really, um, it's really going to be fascinating to see how things go down here in the next couple of weeks with 25% unemployment and the government uh, looking to sort of bail people out um, and but with the potential for it all to just become this massive Ponzi scheme, right? Um, and and the whole thing will just you know shrivel up from the inside out or the outside in. I'm not sure exactly, but or both. Um, but with innovation and with purpose, I believe that that can very well be um, the way out of the mess. And so I invite all of you to consider your purpose on the planet, your purposes on the planet. I don't know if the word purpose is plural, but whatever. Your purposes on the planet. What is your purpose on the planet and what can you innovate? So what can you contribute? What is the what is the inspiration? Inspiration being in spirit. I download from God what is the download from God that will uh, present itself to you on the other side of the fear that you may or may not be willing to experience in this moment? We had a great mastermind call last night. Um, all are invited. Uh, by the way, it's Wednesday nights, and um, Wednesday nights at 6 p.m. Pacific. There's a Zoom link on Facebook if you'd like to join us. Um, but uh, last night we were talking about 
um, how like the the vibe on the whole planet right now is one uh, what it what it's lacking is positivity. There's absolutely no positivity in the air. There's no optimism in the air uh, at all, and it's got the vibe of like wartime. Now I can only imagine. Like, we're being forced to stay at home and sit on our couches. I could only imagine what it must be like to be, um, like, someone whose um, village or city is about to be bombed by, you know, the U.S. or whomever else. And, and, and then to have it bombed and then to, you know, deal, be, and then to be dealing with the carnage of that and, um, and, and the hatred and the, you know, the death and and all of the things that ensue as the result of, of wartime. Um, so we're not, we're not quite there, um, but it's got a similar vibe. It's kind of like there's, there's these rumors of war circulating, and a lot of us here in the U.S. are not, um, we're just not used to rumors of war um, permeating our culture, permeating our society, permeating our towns, permeating our cities, permeating our families. We're used to being nice and cozy. Now, um, you know, not that long ago, shit went down and the young men geared up and they went and fought and the women geared up and they went and produced. And, and that's what got, um, that's what got us out of the depression. Now it's innovation um sort of at a similar level but from what i see is a much more spiritually uh evolved place as a society and as community i live in a town uh, well, i live in oceanside california but i hang out in a town called encinitas california a lot and it's 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 got a very elevated vibration spiritually it's also got a lot of spiritual materialism and it's also got a lot of spiritual bypassing um it was funny (laughs) Side note, you know, there's all these like, there's a lot of spirituality as identity uh, here in Southern California. Like, I'm cool because I'm more spiritual than you. And uh, J.P. Sears uh, mocks it all so masterfully with his ultra spiritual videos. But um, there was a woman with like the mala beads and the yoga pants and the... And uh, she had a spiritual gangster sticker on her car. So a lot of people are like, I'm a spiritual gangster. And what that means, I have no fucking clue. Um, uh, I think it means, I mean, my personal interpretation of that is um, I will love no matter what. I will choose the loving path no matter what. And if I don't choose the loving path, I will course correct immediately. And that's basically like falls in alignment with, you know, um, all 12-step programs right if I fuck up I fix it I do my best not to fuck up and to stay in love and if I do fuck it up I fix it and I help the next person do that that's basically it in a nutshell um but um or 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 the second half of it I guess you might say um but but this woman we're I'm like looking at the last two remaining bottles of this particular brand of vitamin C. And I'm like, I, or I, I pick up one of the bottles. There's two left and I pick one of them up and I'm looking at it and I'm like, huh, should I get this kind or should I get that kind? I'm speaking with this friend of mine who I'd bumped into in this all natural organic grocery store. Right. So I put the, the vitamin C down. Right. And I'm chatting with this friend of mine who I ran into and we're talking about the best kind of vitamin C to get. This is before it got bad. Right. The, the whole thing got bad. The lockdown got bad. And this ultra spiritual woman came in and, 
and and basically stole the last two of the of the the first type of vitamin C I was looking at. She like took them knowing full well I was considering buying one of them. She took two and then had this sketchy ass look on her face and like snuck off. And then when I saw her outside, she had a spiritual gangster sticker on the back of her car. And I'm just like, that's not spiritual gangster at all. Like spiritual gangster is you share the last of the two vitamin C's and you trust the universe uh, to make it work out. Um, that was just looting. That was like gangster looting mentality. That was like we're in a riot and you're just doing everything you can to save you. And she just had the shadiest look on her face, but with the beads, she had like the mala beads, right? And the um, the yoga pants and she was really beautiful. You know, Encinitas is full of really, really beautiful spiritual people in like Lexuses. You know what I mean? It's like I have nothing else to do while I'm driving around in my Lexus um, other than like sit in meditative postures. Now, that's certainly not everyone by any stretch. And there actually is a very powerful spiritual energy that permeates um, the atmosphere in Encinitas, California. Um, and yeah, that's why Yogananda built the Self-Realization Fellowship um, there. And there's a, a surf spot called Swami's where I surf a lot. Um, and it has, uh, it's right below the, it sits right below the cliffs of the um, meditation gardens of the, the Self-Realization Fellowship. And there's just, it's a magical spot. It's a magical wave. Um, it's riding on that wave is one of the most magical things you could ever do. Um, it's fascinating, but um, my point is in all of that, I don't want to forget my point. What is my point? My point is that we are in an elevated spiritual place. We're in a different place than we were back in the Great Depression, um, just overall conscious-wise. Um, if you um, observe or, or if you absorb, I guess, the work of Dr. David Hawkins and the calibrated levels of human consciousness, um, according to him the, and, and a lot of his followers, the calibrated level of human consciousness is higher than it's ever been. Um, hard to really dive uh, too deeply into that, but the work of David Hawkins um, is fundamentally transformational, um, and uh, it will completely alter your uh, the experience that you have of your own consciousness if you sit down and read him. He's got nine or ten books. The first one is Power Versus Force, um, and the second one is called The Eye of the Eye, and they just kind of go from there. Um, there's a lot of redundancy in them, and there's a lot of power in that redundancy. But And then there's, you know, of course, there's skepticism regarding it, but it's kind of like the 12 steps. Um, my experience of um, working with them and having them be a part of my spiritual life is so subjective that it doesn't really leave any—there's no room for argument. Like, I, it's not something I'm going to argue. Um, same with his work. The, the effect that it has on consciousness, your own consciousness, is so profound— um, that it's hard to, um, you know, it's hard to entertain the skeptics, I guess. It's just not worth defending. Um, but, but according to him, and he died a few years ago, but uh, according to him, the, the calibrated level of consciousness of the entire Earth uh, crossed a critical threshold in 1987 or 1988, I believe. Um, and so we are spiritually um, more equipped now to deal with this catastrophe than we've ever been. And I feel that it's sort of like um, spiritual innovation, um, you know, mixed with, uh, that comes as the result of spiritual innovation um, that's practical. I'm, I'm not talking about 
um, you know, woo-woo stuff. I'm talking about uh, people get ideas that are truly inspired, that are truly life-changing, and that are truly world-changing. Um, and then they honor those ideas, and they bring those ideas uh, to fruition. They manifest them out of the ether. Um, and, and it's those ideas that spiritually inclined entrepreneurial types um, can, can see through um, into three-dimensional, can, can see, uh, bring forth into three-dimensional reality, and these things can um, transform our societies. Um, so I'm, I'm, what I'm predicting is uh, a, I, there's going to be some of the most magnificent art ever created in the history of the planet to manifest out of this, and there are also going to be uh, some of the most innovative ideas um, to, to come forth out of this. And I, I think I might have talked about this yesterday in my podcast, but money is interesting because it's all about context. It's all about the place you're coming from. So yeah, maybe if you're a real estate agent right now, you're fucked because you can't show houses. Uh, maybe if you're a restaurant worker right now, you're fucked because there's no restaurants open. And and this is not to, to seem, um, to, I don't want to seem like I'm coming from a place of lack of compassion here at all because I was a restaurant worker for years. Uh, this is before I had any kind of spiritual relationship to anything. And if my restaurant shut down, I'd be fucked right now. And I'd just be telling you I'm fucked. And I'd be convinced I was fucked. And I'd be waiting for the government check to help me not be fucked for a month, right? But, um, you know, through a different lens, imagine what the CEO, uh, how the CEO of Zoom um, is feeling right now, right? Uh, you know, the the sort of Skype, Skype-ish platform. And imagine what uh, grocery store chain owners are experiencing right now because everybody's going to the grocery store to get their food and it's it's interesting because they're not crowded but there's just this steady stream of people coming through all the time and when toilet paper hits the shelves you bet your ass they'll get busy they're trying to limit the toilet paper um uh the, the number of uh paper items you can purchase at trader joe's now but whatever so point being um this thing is entirely solvable through human innovation and one of my uh, catchphrases, which I'm continually, you know, bringing up to my clients and and um, just kind of is, is sort of like a running uh, program in my consciousness is inspiration plus integrity equals infinity. And what that means is when you get inspired, that's God is giving you an idea. He, she, it is implanting something into your consciousness. Um, it's then your job to align your intentions, words, and actions, which is integrity, and when you take the things you're inspired to do and you get into integrity with them and you see them through, um, that leads to infinite possibilities unfolding. And so people are currently being forced to, to turn inwards, be with the fear, be with the uncertainty, experience what is. But on the other side of the chaos that is ensuing inside a lot of the minds of uh, a lot of the people on the planet right now, uh, those that can sort of get through in a level-headed way, which are, you know, the more spiritually inclined people, the people who are more, uh, who, who are more apt to allow themselves to experience what is the good, the bad, all of it, um, that, that they are the ones who could potentially be much more uh, prone to be inspired in world-changing ways or inspired to change the world. Now, you know, the, the cliches, if you want to change the world, start changing yourself. Like, that's completely legit, you know. That's a, I, I believe that's Gandhi that said that. Or no, Gandhi, I believe, said, be the change you want to be in the, uh, you want to see in the world. But if you want to change the world, change yourself. 
And this is an opportunity for all of us to start changing ourselves, to start taking a, a really good, hard look at uh, who we're being, what we're doing, why we're here. Um, you know, perhaps some of us have um, built our lives in houses of, you know, our, our lives are houses of cards, or as Jimi Hendrix would say, castles made made of sand. And if you've built your castle uh, out of sand, the sea's going to come along, the virus is going to come along, um, the lack of purpose is going to come along, and it's going to wash that into the ocean. Um, and so I think that this is really giving a lot of us an opportunity to build our foundation on rocks. And if you don't have a rock, just ask yourself what it would look like for you to build a rock-like foundation in your life. And, and I, um, there are so many avenues available uh, for that. I don't know how people um, exist or survive without, in te- with, without support networks. You know, it's so funny. People like, and people on, you know, occasionally somebody be like, you still go to those meetings? And I'm like, I, I couldn't imagine a life without those meetings. I'm not going to those meetings because I'm like some sick fucking little bird who will fall out of the nest and die if I'm not at those meetings. It's not about that, right? It's um, I go to be spiritually fed and I go to feed spirit. I go to spiritually feed others, right? Um, and and I have coaching and mentors and mastermind groups and all sorts of people I'm in authentic, real, honest, vulnerable conversations with. And it's because of those that I am now resting on a rock um, instead of just like a sandcastle or a house of cards or whatever. Um, so I encourage everyone to get supported, be supported, um, allow your, be vulnerable enough to allow yourself to be supported. Um, so that you can dance in this new matrix that that has all of the sudden been thrust upon us, you know. I um, the uh, a lot of people who I work with have hidden mystical powers they're just not aware of. Um, everybody's just got a an inherent mysticism to them. It's just covered up with with crap, with life, with the shit that happened to them in life that has forced them or resulted in them losing access to those parts of themselves. And you know what I do as a coach is I kind of dust them off. Right, I clear away the clutter of what isn't them, so that who is them, right, who they truly are, can go out and express themselves in the world. So, um, you know, I could go on and on and on and on. I I never know. Um, you know, I never really know what I'm going to talk about until I start talking. Um, I got a lot of good feedback on the last last episode, particularly uh, regarding my notion that Donald Trump as the archetypal fool. You know, it, there, there's just something there, right? There's just something there. So thanks again for tuning into the Magic Pisces podcast. I'll talk to you all next time. Have a beautiful day. God song. One, two, three, four. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the great awakening, there were demons disguised as angels in shiny foily packets containing China heroin. Cheapest vodka bottles, the filthy escapades, my morning hustle on the train. And the angels watching over me, the God that I could never see as I wandered alone through city streets. And the whores, the whores, the whores were my friends. The hookers and the junkies and the other deviants. They beat me to submission till I cast aside my demons and that's when... It came shining through Dusty blinds in a dim lit room And I saw the light I saw the light 
Ha 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 